the banks and the governments who have that have run up all of this debt, inflation's their friend because of the same reason it's your friend, because it makes the dollars that they're paying back are worth less, meaning they're paying less for the debt as time goes on. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high-octane boost of full-on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. Ron Phillips here with Heather Marchant. Hello, everyone. Yeah. I joked with Heather earlier that we were going to do a segment today on driving etiquette. <laughs> uh, am I the only one that gets pissed off the slow drivers in the left lane? You, I think most people do, but you have an exceptional ability to be extremely I, pissed. I really do, <laughs> especially when they pull out right in front of me like they're going to go fast. Yeah. And then they go below the speed limit. I literally wish I had missiles attached to the front of my car and I could shoot them off the road. Well, I, I also noticed you do not like it when they get over and then speed up so you can't pass them. That also is I think that's funny, actually. So that doesn't irritate me. I just think that's comical because <laughs> they were going dog slow the whole way until they got around the car. And then when they start to get over to let you by... They speed up like, yeah, I was, I really wasn't going that slow. Uh, <laughs> I think anyway. sometimes people forget how fast they're going and then they realize, I, oh, shoot, I'm going yeah. too slow. So maybe stay off your phone because I find that most of the people who are going dog slow are just they're on their phones, which we should also have bomb that we could just lob <laughs> in their car as we go by because <laughs> those people don't deserve to be driving. <laughs> I guess the bomb might make it so they're not living. So maybe that might be a little aggressive, but a bomb for their vehicle. So their vehicle yeah, breaks. Like so that just blows the tires out and makes them pull <laughs> over because they should not be driving. I don't know where these people learn to drive. Unbelievable. I just spent several days with Ron. I'm actually back home now, but I was with Ron just what was it? When did we see each other last? Yesterday? two days ago. And I drove with you a lot. And Ron is an intense driver. I always feel safe. He's very intense, drives fast, but I always feel safe. Very few times have I been like, like needing to feel like a backseat driver. My buddy Darren said, I'm an angry driver, which is not true. I'm not angry, but I like to go fast and people who get in my way irritate. And I think that's just typically in all of my life, not just on the road, but yeah, if you're in front of me, I will flash you with my lights. And that means move over. In case you didn't know, if you're one of the slow people, somebody flashes you, that means just get over. It's a courteous thing to do. Okay, hey, enough of that. We're going to talk about something really important. There's been some changes in the mortgage market that you guys need to be aware of because these are big. These are big. Should we just like hit them with it? Yeah, I think it's just like go down the news. It's like the news in a minute or whatever. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Paul Harvey. Oh, we are going to give you the rest of the story today, though. So that's good. So not the greatest news ever, but it can be. So we're going to try mm-hmm. to put a good light on this. So Fannie Mae came out. Any of you who are trying to buy properties right now know that the interest rates have gone up. But if you're trying to buy property for uh, yourself to live in, interest rates really haven't gone up. So mm-hmm. what the what? You know, we're all we're over here trying to figure out what the heck. Yeah. And Investment then, loans and, have changed, but not primary residence. Yeah. So, you know, not fair, but that's the world we live in. So Fannie Mae came out with new guidelines. Fannie Mae came out and said, hey, listen, we're going to cap investor loans at 7% of the portfolio. Now they were running around 10 to 11%. So, you know, of all of the loans in the country, that's no joke. That's a, that is a huge number. Three to 4% is not a tiny little number. That is huge. 
In order to do this, what the bank started going, oh my gosh, well, we've got to slow down how many of these buyers we have, right? And so what they've done is they've increased rates because when they started to increase rates, it didn't make any sense because you know they, they usually correspond with yeah. um, the treasuries and they didn't, right? So, but, but the other loans were, you know, normal homeowner, owner occupied loans were still tracking. Yeah. And so this makes it make sense, right? So they're actually trying to get you to not buy an investment property. In a very effective way. Yeah. So they just <laughs> raised the rates of, of basically a full point. So we were getting rates around three and a half percent. Now they're about four and a half percent. And I, you know, the, when this happened, I remember I was talking to you, Heather, and I said, you know, my first house I bought was eight and a quarter. Yeah. And, and I'm not that old, right? So I mean, eight and a quarter. And my parents literally thought we stole the loan <laughs> because, you know, they were buying houses in the 80s when it was, you know, 12 to 18% for a loan. And then, uh, you know, as when I started selling rental properties, it was in the low sevens and then it would drop down to six and like everybody threw a party. I mean, it was crazy. And then we have just been, you know, blessed with intensely low rates. I mean, they shouldn't have lasted as long as they have. Mm -hmm. But let's put this into perspective. The rate is four and a half, which, yeah. you know, <laughs> one but a year ago, we weren't in the fours. We were in the fives. And yep. everybody was still you know, perfectly happy with that they, because those are, you know, those are historic low rates. I think once you realize that it can be lower, that's when it's hard when it goes back up, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, one a simple illustration of this, I haven't even talked to you about this, Ron, but when I was at Ron's house, he bought a rowing machine recently and I said, oh, I want to get on your rowing machine, right? Yeah. And I had a frame of reference and I start rowing and I'm like, man, I'm killing it, right? And Ron comes over to me and says, yeah, 500 is kind of what I shoot for or something like that. And I can get up to over a thousand. Didn't you say in like the how like how three, hard you three, pull? Yeah, three rep max. I can't do that in one pull. So nobody nobody comment BS. Ron can't <laughs> do that because you're right. I, I actually can't do that. This is watts, right? So watts. Uh, thank you. That's the measurement. Yeah. It's how much so, output is, yes. is being expended. And so I think I was at like sixty, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing pretty good, I right? Think you hit a hundred. Well, then Ron told me that, and I went, wait, what? Like it's possible that I could do better right. than that. Do you remember yeah, that? And so you said, use your legs, right? You're like teaching me what to do. And not too far after that, I went over 250, right? Yep. So the similar concept though, because with our clients, they're going, man, rates went up a whole point instead yeah, of like, the frame of reference. I should have locked last week. Crap. Yes. Yes. Cause I didn't lock. I have two loans. I didn't lock them. So I I'm, I, I don't have any kind of edge over anybody else. There's no, you, you don't get insider trading on the <laughs> rates? Not on this. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. That was an inside joke from our tour. All right. So let's talk about what this means because there's a couple of things I think that are, that's good that come from, okay. It's, it's bad that you missed a point. I, I, I'm not sure that they'll come back down. That is a pretty big sweeping change. I can't imagine that they just roll that thing back next week. That's not what generally happens. I do think that the market's going to normalize and, you know, that they'll, what I think is really going to happen is that a bunch of the tire kicker investors are going to leave. They're, they're just not going to do loans. And they'd be like, well, screw it. They yeah. raised the rates a point and now I'm, I'm out. Yeah. But the real investors, they're not leaving over a point. That's insane because I mean, it, that's still free money when exactly. you think about it. Now I've said that on this show before, Heather, and I'm not sure I've ever really explained why that it's free money. We'll talk about that a little bit here in just a little bit. But I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, we're going to, we're going to have investors, I think, bail on the market. Yeah. I won't be altogether sad because for gosh, almost 
almost a year, but at least six months. It has been insane on our end of things with so many buyers and not enough properties and buyers that we're getting to the point that they're like, well, what do I need to do, Heather? What do I need to do so that I can get an edge and get a property? I mean, it's been really, really brutally competitive. And we don't allow our clients to bid against each other. We don't create a bidding war internally. Yep, the deal and, is the deal, right? Yeah. So you know, if you don't get it, you just miss out. And so I was saying the other day that I feel like I spend more time in my day telling people I'm sorry that they missed out on the deal than I do actually talking about the deal. Does that make sense? So yeah. Now I'm yeah. I actually think that we probably aren't going to slow down. I think, unfortunately, Heather, I don't think that's not really for us. Happen. No, I don't think that's going to no. happen for you. <laughs> but I think but. investors, maybe outside of you know, outside of who we are, will hopefully chill out a little bit, and we'll yeah. Which may mean that there are more deals that we can offer to all of you. So that yeah. I do think that's going to happen. I think that's going to you know, it's going to take a minute for that to really sink in. But I do think that's going to happen. There is some good news though. There is some good news. I think we talked about Texas, right? Didn't we talk about mm -hmm. Texas? We did. Yeah. yeah. We did talk about Texas. In Texas, when, you know, we the CDC basically lost in 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 Texas district court. And it was a really big huge deal, made national news, but they didn't put in an injunction. So, while they lost, it really didn't change anything. Enter Tennessee. God, so there is a country song that says God bless Texas, but I think they're going to have to change it for all the real estate investors to God bless Tennessee because Tennessee actually did. So in 22 counties in Tennessee, th this is now unenforceable. The CDC mandate is unenforceable as it should have been the whole time. It is completely illegal, unconstitutional. They do not have the authority to do this. And there have been a couple of brave judges who have stood up and so good for them. So, yeah. in, in, and hopefully this is just the first of many states who are just going to roll on this train Man, and I say, so. no more, this is insane. And it yeah. literally is insane to break contract law of literally centuries yeah. and centuries of contract law, just overnight. Some appointed, not elected, some appointed morons decide they can just change contract law overnight. You Completely would unconstitutional. Think. <laughs> so good for Tennessee. Big shout out to Tennessee. We were so pumped. Ron sent me the news article and I was like, hallelujah, revolution. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's we, start we a revolution. Like, we feel like freedom fighters uh, yeah. over here. So. <laughs> anyway, other good news, Heather. I mean, we dropped a bad news bomb on you, which could be good depending on how you look at it. But there's also some good news, some other good news related to interest rates. I keep saying that the money is free. Heather, why do I say that the money is free? Because the dollar with inflation, we our cost of living continues to increase. And, you know, my grandma would say, oh, I used to buy milk for, I don't even remember, like a quarter or something, and it's no longer a quarter. And when you have a loan, your money is, it's a fixed payment. No matter what happens over the next 30 years, the money doesn't change. Yep. I don't owe more money because the cost of milk went up. It's just is what it is. Yep. So. so let's put this in context for everybody. Now, before somebody says, what are you talking about, Ron? The inflation rate is like 1% or 2%. It's not that high. Uh, okay. Well, you believe whoever you want to believe. Either way, that means the real rate on the loan you just took out is 2.5%, which is yeah. disgustingly low. 
I mean, yeah. it, it's that's a quarter of a point lower than the one I have on my house. Right? <laughs> that's oh a my good gosh, point. Yes, this, is, this is ridiculous. I keep saying that this is free because the, the real rate of inflation is north of 7%. So mm-hmm. depending on where you go to look, because the government manipulates the numbers, let's just be clear. Not only do they manipulate the numbers, but they just straight up don't count certain things. And they're pretty important things. Wouldn't you say, Heather? I mean, food is important. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty important. Everybody listening to this knows for a fact that when they go to the grocery store, the bill that they're paying at the end of the checkout is more than it was five years ago and more than it was 10 years ago, substantially so. And they don't even count that in the inflation rate. And they don't count gas, which fluctuates, but... But those are real costs that affect the average American probably the most, right? I mean, the cost of traveling to and from work with with fuel and food, those are, that's a big deal to not include those is interesting. And, you know, food is an interesting one because it doesn't just show up in the store magically. There's a lot that goes into getting the food there. Same thing with the restaurants. The restaurants are passing along costs that they have to pay to get the food there. Mm-hmm. Right. A truck brings the food. Trucks use fuel. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of other things that go into making all of that stuff work. And to just ignore that that is going is increasing. Well, it, it's just disingenuous uh, yeah. at best, I would say. OK, real rate of inflation is north of 7%. Just do a little bit of a, of a search and you'll find many, many places that explain why the inflation rate is north of 7%. So if money is and I'll give you one source because Warren Buffett back in 2012, we've talked about this on the show before, too. He says, look, if you can get a 30 year fixed rate mortgage, and mm-hmm. I think at the time it was around five. I don't I mean, what I don't think it was even yeah. as low as it is now. And you can lock it for 30 years. He said that's it's a no brainer because you're mm-hmm. in effect shorting the dollar. That's what we're talking about here. That means the dollar is inflating at a greater number than five, which of course it is. And Warren knows it as well. He's no dummy, right? Mm-hmm. It's north of 7%. So if I'm getting a a loan at 5%, if the rate goes down, I can refinance and lock in a lower rate. But if the rate goes up, well, the bank's stuck with the rate. They're stuck with the rate they gave me. And it's the same thing with inflation. Now, I don't know about all of you, but there's not very many ways that we can pay off the national debt without inflation. You know, the, the banks and the governments who have the, have run up all of this debt, inflation's their friend because of the same reason it's your friend, because it makes the dollars that they're paying back are worth less, meaning they're paying less for the debt as time goes on. Does that make sense to everybody? Yeah, I think you need to restate it because it's it's like really, I like understand what you're saying, but it's a really hard concept of how it affects the national debt. Okay, so let's put this into your debt, right? Because the national debt doesn't work a whole lot different. I know that it, I know that it does, but it doesn't work a whole lot different, right? Because this will affect it the same way. I know that they can do things that you can't do because you don't get to print money. And yeah, don't <laughs> when get you're out on how on how banks get to use fractional reserve lending to just create money out of thin air. That's a whole other topic too. We should do a show on that too. We should. We don't get to do that. If I did that or Heather did that, we would go to jail. But the banks get to do that and the government gets to do that. But let's talk about this with uh, with how it would relate. And let's talk about what happens with money. If you have money sitting in the bank, Heather, and you have a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks and it's sitting in the bank, if we if we wait 10 years and the dollar is has inflated, in other words, your money is worth less, if you kept your money sitting in the bank, well, that means that your money is literally worth less money. 
Mm-hmm. So negatively impacts savers. Yeah. Which okay, is probably but, why it's a hard concept for me to understand because I'm a saver, right? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So inflation can be good though, if you have a fixed rate mortgage. Now this is completely different if you don't have a fixed rate mortgage. The big deal here is that it's fixed, mm-hmm. okay? Because you're paying the same amount over time. Yeah. Okay. They can't jack the rate up on you to keep pace with inflation. You're locked in. Okay. So your 30 year fixed loan payment, it never changes. So if your payment was a thousand dollars and a thousand dollars in the future is worth seven fifty, that just means it's easier for you to pay your mortgage. It's worth less. That but makes you're sense. paying the same amount, right? Mm-hmm. Which in effect means that you're paying less to pay off the mortgage over time. And huh. This is a really cool concept because you're basically, we talk about arbitrage all the time, right? That we're, we're using other people's money to make money. And this is just another way. It's more of a phantom way to make it happen. But if you can lock in a rate at four and a half percent and the inflation rate is seven or more, which again, it has to be more, they have to inflate in order to get all this money that they printed in order to get it back in, they have to inflate. And it's, a great thing for them to do because again, it makes what they're paying back less. It's really one of the only ways other than defaulting on the debt that they can pay the debt back. They have to inflate. I wonder how much so, they've printed. I haven't kept track of how much they've printed. Well, no, they just COVID. they just passed another 1.9 trillion. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I didn't know that. We didn't even use the first money they spent or that they that they printed out of thin air and they just printed another 1.9. As a matter of fact, we just talked to uh, somebody up in Pennsylvania the money from the CARES Act is not even getting through the state to the people because of the government's incompetence. So that literally it hasn't been spent because they can't get it. Yeah, They apply for it for the renter's assistance and they, they literally can't get it. That's how inept the government is. That's what's happening in Alabama too. Yeah, that they're, it's taking forever for them to get their money. Now we have another $1.9 trillion, just for good measure. It's unreal. <laughs> So anyway, your your future dollars, because you're locking in at four and a half percent, we should probably do a, a show on this to where we actually run through the numbers and help people understand. But suffice it to say for today that um, your inflation is your friend, a fixed rate mortgage that is fixed below what real inflation is. And then it's important that you go educate yourself about what real inflation actually is. Okay. Yeah. Cause if you Google it, it's uh, you know, one, two percent. But there's just no way. Cause I I mean, I know since I've become an adult, right, <laughs> that the cost of living has gone up so high. So I mean well, so, it was but not- they, they completely manipulate the numbers though. Yeah. So they they they're able to go and they so you you talk about computers. Everybody knows that computers are more expensive, but if you take into consideration the computing of computers, right? The storage and the speed and everything like that. They're saying is that, well, in, you know, 10 years ago, Mm. in order to get that same speed, it would be way more expensive, right? And so they're saying that it's not really that much more expensive, but everybody knows it's that much more expensive. It really is, you know, yeah. my iPhone cost. Oh God, I didn't even know what that thing cost. It was ridiculous. It's over a thousand dollars. When I first bought my, when I bought my first iPhone, I think it was like $500 or $600. I don't know. I don't remember. I stood in line to get the thing, but things are more expensive now. Right. And in electronics and computers, things generally speaking, get less expensive to generate more over time. Right. And so that everybody knows that's true. So if they're getting more expensive, well, then that's inflation. It just is. And take that trick out the window. You can't just throw different things out of the uh, consumer price. You just you don't get to just chuck things out that you don't want to report on. That's just not the way it's supposed to work. Get that number. Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. So that's really the good news here is that if you can lock in these rates, 
you know, you still get the four returns. This is like a fifth, it's like a fifth phantom return that you get to have is you get to arbitrage your money yet again. It's, I mean, it's already good. So I don't even, adding a fifth rate of return, is kind of embarrassing for all the other investment options. And uh, listen, all of you that are listening who are our clients and have your own portal, we're going to, uh, I just talking to Heather the other day, we're going to actually add this to the calculator so that you can clearly see the numbers, what happens. Yeah. Um, and you'll be able to manipulate the rate of inflation if you want whatever you want it to be, but it'll tell you what happened to your loan in real dollars, what you'll actually pay for your, for your property. And when you see the numbers, you're not going to believe it. It's, it's incredible. As a matter of fact, we'll do another show just as soon as we get that loaded up. So I don't know, give us a couple of weeks. We got to get, yeah. the, we got to get the developer. The data is going to be awesome. <laughs> I said two weeks. We should have our de- development team listen to the podcast so that when <laughs> I say that they're going to do something in two weeks, they can, they can actually get it done. That's true. Anyway, we're we're going to program that and we will have it. As soon as we do, we'll do another show and we'll tell you exactly how this thing works. And we'll run through a scenario of a live property and what it does, what inflation actually does mm-hmm. to the the payoff, what you actually end up paying in real dollars. Yeah, that's true. Because other investments, you're just getting a percentage, you know, a rate of return, a percentage based on your initial investment, where real estate having that fixed 30-year mortgage, it's like a total game changer with inflation. And we know it's coming. So fun to look at it that from that perspective. And as that happens, you can watch interest rates are going to climb. They will. Now, I, I don't know how quickly they will. And I don't know when any of that stuff's going to happen. I'm not even going to postulate that I know. But interest rates did go up one point and they're still at historic lows. That, that, those are the takeaways from today. And please, for the love of all that is holy, if you're a slow driver, just go in the right lane. <laughs> that is the appropriate lane Takeaway. for you to drive. Okay. <laughs> go out and make something happen by learning how to drive better. You Please know. learn how to drive for the love. Don't don't get on the road if you don't know. It's only fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. As always, guys. Hey, listen, you can email us, text us if you have our number. I mean, I think you know, some people text us because they have our numbers. <laughs> Others of you who don't, then just, just email us. What's the email, Heather? Invest at rpcinvest.com. We'll have to get a text number up now just because. Like on the fly, send us your don't, ideas. For don't the put mine up there. I don't, I don't want mine up there. Oh no, but like a number dedicated to the show. Dedicated to the show, of course. Absolutely. Please <laughs> send in your ideas. If you have questions about anything, just send them in and we will do a show on it if we want to. That's right. All right. We love it. Till, till next time, everybody, get out there and make something happen. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.